welcome to the Big Black Clock Podcast. Now, let's see what the guys have to say. Welcome to the Big Black Clock Podcast. We are episode 78. I think 77. 77. 77. I think so. I, I, I spoke with confidence, but don't, don't listen to me. More than 70. <laughs> We're back. It's an for episode, a right? <laughs> At least two. <laughs> and we talked about this a few, uh, maybe four or five episodes back about doing this episode. We actually had it prepared, but I think we didn't account for the releases of Omega. We didn't account for Not much. Watches and Wonders. We didn't account for. So this episode got kind of like pushed down the backlog, right? We had this prepared because. Um, we we uh, wanted to, I don't know, there was bigger news to talk about in the watch industry and that doesn't always happen so we kind of put a focus on that. So we had talked about uh, the field watches because I know, Carl, you were looking to sell most of your collection. This was during the Bell & Ross introduction. Yep. And one of the watches you were going to sell was the is the Hamilton Khaki, Khaki Murph. Murph. And so we were like, we should really do a face-off. Face-off? Um, mm, Nick Cage. <laughs> do you want to know what's interesting about no Face Off the movie? <laughs> Not at all. Is it do about you, hockey? Do you know the guy in the movie who's the bald guy who says, "I'm going to take my face off"? You know the guy, uh, the, the villain friend in the Bruce movie. Bruce Willis. Kind of. Yes. Exactly. Johnny Bruce Willis. Sin? Jeff Bezos. That guy. That guy is actually his name is Nick Cassavetes. Whatever. He's the guy who fucking did the movie The Notebook. Oh no. There you go. Oh, wow, so fun fact, kids. That's it don't watch it. It wasn't book. fun. It was just a fact. It was yeah, a fact. It was a, it was a fact. <laughs> some facts. It can be fun for some still and not for others. For which part is fun? What? I'm still searching for which part is fun and not fact. But you don't know what fun is. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you don't know what fun is. He's like, look, guys, I'm wearing green. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I painted so my fun. walls and asphalt. So much fun. So much fun. <laughs> look at the new gray sweater I got. <laughs> oh. um, so yeah, and we wanted to compare it again, seemingly what's uh, out there as. Um, a very, um, I guess, popular explorer's watch, is it a pilot's watch or whatever, um, a mountaineer watch, the Seiko Alpinist. And so we're going to do our typical uh, traditional face-off where we go down different categories, value, design, the movement, brand prestige, et cetera, et cetera, and ending with X Factor. And then uh, hopefully there's a winner. Most of the times we don't get a winner. We just... Everyone loses. <laughs> Everybody it just loses, go to the yeah. end, and it's a tie. It's a tie. So uh, <laughs> everybody dies been, at the end. We we are obviously of no help at all. No, and we're not biased. I don't own one of those watches. You didn't own well, Alpinist I, at I some point. To, I, I used to own an Alpinist, I've, but not I've the same one with a Compass. Yeah. Yeah. We're not. Uh, but I've owned Hamiltons, and I've seen the Murph. I've worn it, uh, um, and I've worn other Hamiltons before as well. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it ends. Um, but before we get started, let's uh, do a quick wrist check. What are you wearing today, Carl? A Rolex that's losing value every day now. <laughs> oh, yeah. A little bit, huh? Yeah. So since the announcement of the new Air King, mine dropped 10%. So now I'm only 125% uh, profit on it. <laughs> Not 135%. What is this asset? No, uh, but yeah, no. So the 116900, the new one is 126900. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the... Um, the last version because now it's discontinued with the, no zero next to the five and it's white gold for the three, six, and nine. So the new one is luminous and there's no, uh, it's not the same case. The new one is the slab sided with the crown guard. Uh, this one is the same case as your Milkos. Um I'm still on the side since the announcement if I gun for the new one <laughs> um, because the new one really does answer all the questions this one can bring to someone <laughs> right <laughs> every time you go why on the on Meyer king the other goes because yeah because and because just, <laughs> and just right. take care of it right we uh, respond yeah so um so yeah but i really love my air king and just the fact that it went back down a bit on value but just like in my mind was like okay I'm, I'm not gonna sell it like not for now it's not the time i'm just and, gonna enjoy it as long it as make, i can <laughs> if it makes you feel better the doubts you had on the strap being good on the other air king it'll be fine for you I, I didn't say it wasn't going to work. I just said I think it's worked better on this one because of the case. No, I think uh, you said I don't know if it'll work. That's what you said. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, it will. It's a really we'll, nice we'll need time. to uh, we'll need <laughs> to record yeah. back in the center. Yeah. So, uh, Dima, you're doing the postpartum on this one. You need yes. to go get the other section on the other podcast, remove it, bring it back here with like a, a sound before and after. Can you do yeah. that? No. Okay. <laughs> next question. <laughs> next question. <laughs> no. Dima, what are you wearing? Uh, I'm wearing a nice uh, maybe my gym shorts and the uh, uh, green t-shirt like you changed oh yeah because you spilled <laughs> no I didn't change at all 
Would you, uh, oh, you're wearing a sweatshirt, maybe. Man, you don't even know me. You don't pay attention at all. You're wearing a sweatshirt before. I th- when I went downstairs to meet you. That's right. Okay, so you yeah. were. That's what I'm saying. I did see you wear this. I'm you're wearing a sweatshirt. <sighs> were you not wearing I something wish you, else? I wish you paid more attention, <laughs> you know, honestly. He was wearing something else? I wish you, I wish you cared. <laughs> he was cared. Fine. You know what's fun about I, I that fact? Wanna, I don't even want to do this podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm wearing my uh, Seiko SPD-143. Uh, but I changed it up and I put it back on the gray NATO strap from CWC. Nice. I think that color really works super well. I haven't tried, to be honest, I, I haven't tried it on the black one. I think black will work fantastically. I have an olive green and I have a, a, like an asphalt gray, my, my favorite color, I'd say. <laughs> gray uh, number two. <laughs> gray number two, yeah. <laughs> um, from CWC, both of them. It's a very, very... It's not an expensive like feeling strap. It's, it's, it's a very robust, let's say, like very high quality uh, and I, I kind of fuck this. This thing is so versatile because I, I I bought the rubber strap from Seiko recently no. that I was wearing this on, and I have a bracelet and I have a NATO strap. It just looks amazing and everything. And I switch it up because I wear it a lot, and I don't want, like I cycle because I get I don't want to get too bored with, with the same thing. Mm-hmm. So next thing I'm probably gonna put it back on the bracelet for a bit and then then put it back on the rubber strap. The only thing that's amazing else. is uh, if you got a sail cloth for that, I would put it on sail cloth. Aaron can help you with that. Huh? Aaron Bespoke can help you with that. Yeah. Artem apparently makes the best sailcloths out there. Artem. But they're expensive. They're like 100 US dollars for for the... But they're, it's it's the same material that's on the Blancpain 50 Fathoms. So I think it's like the one... Like for a diver's watch, if you want to dress it up to wear and you don't want to necessarily put on a leather strap for a diver's watch, sailcloth is nice. It's like a yacht the masters have. The, you know what I mean? It's very it's a very nice text uh, textile strap that you can like dress it's in between the NATO which yeah. is super utilitarian and the bracelet right. which is super polished it's cool if you don't want to put it on a leather strap is what I'm saying yeah the so I've owned not necessarily a sailcloth but I've owned it was canvas yeah, yeah. for my Seiko uh, SKX W7 yeah uh, th- and there was a single pass right there wasn't anything under it was right. just a regular strap yeah and I might buy that too yeah it's nice yeah, it's, 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 nice. it's nice I really enjoyed wearing it with my SP- SKX yeah and I think this will fit this one nicely also. no yeah that's a strap monster that way yeah very nice. I am wearing Gojira. 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 I'm wearing a Seiko as well, uh, the SKX 009. So that's the Pepsi color, uh, made in Japan. This one, and it has I put it on a strap code um, upgrade bracelet. So this one is the one with the polished center links. Um, really nice. Really dresses it up. I find. Um, Man, so I, yeah. I I really want to. It's just that, yeah. And they uh, keep going up in price. That I, 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 I recently spent a bunch of money on the different watch, watches that I pre-ordered that I'm not even going to get until August. Right. Like the my, I, I bought the mine uh, Manhattan that just got released. Yep. And I sniped it because the first 150 people buy it with a discount and I'm, I managed to buy it right away. So I got Early a, bird. a 50, like 50 euro discount, which is good. Uh, but it's not going to get shipped until August. Yeah, because they're gonna and uh, the the Montreal company that we're going to be interviewing it's August this year, well. yeah. it's also going to be in August. So August, yeah. that's yeah. basically like throwing money away, but yeah, not getting yeah, anything. And, uh, and this 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 upcoming week or the next one is the lottery for uh, the new uh, Mad Red, right? Mad one, so, yeah. So you might even have another watch coming. <laughs> like we'll see, yeah, in September. <laughs> so uh, one thing I read in the news today, I thought it was really cool. Want to see what you guys just a return on Swatch. Uh, but it was not concerning the moon swatch. Swatches came out that they're going to start putting in some of their watches uh, NFC. So it'll allow you to program it so you can use your swatch to pay for stuff as you uh, wear it, which I liked seeing. Uh, I thought that was cool. How do you program do you, it? Not program. How do you um, authenticate it? when You so you can't just touch it right? because on your phone when you pay, you have to look at it. Or you have to put your password in to make sure yeah. that, that authenticates. It's the same way as I, your card. That you don't need to look at your card. It's just the yeah, I think NFC. You, yeah, it's just okay, so it's going to be limited to a certain value, right? You yeah. can't spend more than $100. No, probably not right? more than $100 right. on a tap, yeah. I think it's a cool idea. I think it's a cool idea. I think it's bringing some of that technology into watches. I've seen that they do it on certain watches like, uh, I don't know what it was, TAG or IWC. They would put the equivalents of the NFC or the smart watch for the, the pulse, for your pulse and for mm. your tracking yeah. underneath the bottom part of the bracelet. And then... Uh, the watch sits on top, so you don't have to sacrifice, you know, your your watch estate, for yeah. to get those those biometrics you're trying to keep. So good, good job on what, uh, Swatch. I thought that was really cool, and obviously went under the radar with the Moon Swatch, but uh, I saw that today. I was like, oh, that's cool. And that's a technology going to put in like a bunch of watches. Is it going to be a specific one? Well, uh, I didn't, I didn't get to those details. No. They just released no. a hey, we're coming out with this technology, right? 
Very, very cool. So let's get started here. Before we get started, or before we get started, let's get started. Let's just set the table here. So the ones that we're going to be discussing here is specifically the Hamilton Khaki Field, the Murph. This one was specifically released after uh, the movie Interstellar. Um, and not that it was released, it was a watch that was a prop on the movie and uh, received much success. So they decided to make it. And uh, I remember listening to a podcast that had the CEO of Hamilton and they have a crazy influence in a lot of movies. They're often picked for many movies to be sponsors, to make watches and present them in the movies. They did it for the Tenant. Tenant. Yep. tenant. That's why I said Tenant. Oh, that, that meme I sent you, it's like yes. they're, they're exactly. in. <laughs> tenant. Um, <laughs> movie Tenant. They also, they also was in uh, The Martian with Matt. Net Damon. Net Damon. Uh, have to save them again. Yeah. He gets lost on different planets all the time. What the hell? Yeah. And um, what, are what, the a movies, loser. what a loser. What are the movies had the Hamilton watches? Man, Men in Black. Men in Black had the Ventura. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's true. Ventura and, was and a good... Well, it's a very charismatic watch, right? It's yeah. It just fits yeah. perfectly with Men in Black. Hamilton doesn't have like, the record of the most... Movies in... The watches watches and movies. right? Yeah, yeah, apparently, yeah. And and so uh, this one came out, so it's very specific to that, to that uh, movie, maybe more so than the khaki field line. You know what I yeah. mean? It made, that's how it made a way in there, right? Um, and the Alpinist, we're talking about uh, a watch that has been around since uh, the late 60s. Uh, I think it, it was introduced in 1961. And it was um, a watch that was introduced to become a reliable timepiece for Japanese mountain climbers and sports enthusiasts. So it really is a, the equivalence of a Japanese, I would say, explorer's watch. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. So we are taking the position in comparing, comparing them that the Murph is not a pilot's watch, but is more of a field's watch in this case, right? If we want to make certain comparisons. So that's the route we're going to take. Um, and we're going to kind of go through the line. Uh, so maybe let's start with value. And I think, uh, Carl, you're not going to be the tiebreaker because you obviously are biased. I'm, no, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I saw your scores. You said it to us, right? Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. it's okay. It's pretty tight. That's what she said. But, <laughs> but yeah, but there's always a clear victor to you. You, ah, yeah. you just almost yeah. made it. <laughs> so let's start with value. What did you get here, uh, Carlo? Um, so Carlito, um, the Murph goes for normally 1300 Canadian, right? Yeah, 12. Uh, 12. Yeah. I, I, have, I have it uh, 1300 USD. In my, but it's probably retail price that uh, doesn't MSRP? Really work anymore. Yeah, like MSRP. MSRP. I got it at like nine fifty. Yeah, but yeah. you had to suck some. <laughs> you don't like. A, oh wait, how do you purchase your watches? It's <laughs> like I thought you were doing that for free. <laughs> you guys uh, are getting paid. <laughs> exactly. Um, um, and th that's what I had. So I'll be the tiebreaker. Like though, every I I did enough checking on yeah. the site. If you can get it brand new, pretty much anywhere for a thousand bucks. Okay, so I add 12. Uh, but the uh, Alpinist, I found it at 750 USD. That's more or less a thousand bucks. It's cheaper, yeah. Like, let's say, let's say cheaper, it's about but like, like 25% cheaper. I found them at the same price pretty much. I was on the, on the Hamilton website. Yeah, but I, no, but I wouldn't go to those sites. Why not? It's the company website. Don't That's go, information they provide to the public. Go to orient.com. Every yeah. watch is like an insane and MSRP. You always get it for less. It's just okay. for these the Swatch brands and stuff, even Longines. Yeah, every Longines is always inflated by thirty percent. In a situation that we compare stuff, why am I wrong to go on the official website of the company who promote their own product? Like that's, like that's the price they uh, that, show it at, right? Okay, but yeah, <laughs> but that, but yeah, but that's not how you want to judge value. You want to yeah. judge at what they're going at, and I think yeah. our listeners want to know how much can I buy this watch for. So I'm yes. telling you, if you go to any authorized dealer, okay. you can pick up this watch for a thousand bucks. Okay. That's all I'm saying. So if I go to the Bay right now, the Bay, uh, this mm -hmm. is a department store like Macy's, you can pick it up for a thousand bucks. Okay. So uh, I went with Seiko on the value and it's mainly because we're going to talk about that a bit later on, but I just feel that the Seiko with the heritage and everything, they give you a lot more to it. Let mm -hmm. your dollar go further <laughs> as you can talk a bit more about it. There's stuff you can talk about the Murph, right? It's not, it's the reason about it is because you can talk about it. <laughs> uh, but the Seiko is a lot more heritage. Like Hamilton, the fact that they offer like a watch for every pretty much movie, it's like so American of them doing it, right? I feel like they're Hollywood, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. And it's not that everyone's gonna want to look into that for a watch brand. As Seiko, it's more about the watchmaking and the history of and the challenges they 
put, put themselves to with the watches, right? Yeah. So for that, for same dollar, or even if the Hamilton was pricey, depending on where you look at, I, I give the value point to Seiko. I just give the dollars worth more for me. With so Seiko. just for everyone out there, if you want, I just went on Chrono 24. I looked up only dealers, mm-hmm. uh, new, and out of uh, five, so about tw- out of 27, 25 are at 1,000, and then the rest are at 1,100, 1,150, and yeah. one is at 12. Yeah, exactly. Like 12, so just 13. give you an idea. So you can get it for 1,000 bucks. As a, let's just say all in thousand bucks, you can get it here, even mm. if you haggle a little bit. Maybe get it. No, it's true. Maybe get yeah, free or, shipping. Or do you like me? Suck dicks, fifty dollars off. Exactly. That's it. That's very well, at cheap. the thousand, I got a nine fifty, right? <laughs> yeah. Very cheap. <laughs> okay, so value you give it to um, Seiko. You Seiko. Said. Yeah. Okay, go ahead, uh, Mister. Uh, wow, you just uh, revealed my last name here. You That's can beep it, it up. Now I'm gonna be. Uh, oh, shit, it's true. I've never... Now I'm gonna be like outed. All of the fans are just going to be like oh, oh, <laughs> on oh, the of my window, like <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's one person with a little. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Not even. You just open the doors. Oh, yes. like, we'll, have to, we'll have to be put out for sure. Yeah. Um, the uh, I'm, I'm also going to give it to Seiko. It's easy for me, uh, right? The, there's a price difference that's pretty significant. The, the but the watch is essentially the same in terms of specs and. And Seiko actually beats the the Hamilton and a few things. So value wise, like yeah, I agree with what you guys said. Uh, Seiko takes it easy. So to me, I actually had the tie for this one. Uh, both watches I find retail, not that I find, but what I was able to see is that they're both retailing close to a thousand dollars. Nomon, who is a a very popular website out of Singapore, reputable dealer for Seiko. Uh, you can find a lot of Japanese domestic models there too. So I found. The Alpinist that I liked, probably about eight fifty uh, Canadian, so it's a little bit cheaper. However, I would have given it to Seiko, but seeing the increase in prices on the Alpinists in the last few years, too much for what it is. It 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 kind of became a turnoff to a lot of the Seiko pats out there because I had the green Alpinist before that watch. I paid four hundred dollars, four fifty Canadian, and that watch was different because it did it didn't have a cyclops and it had the lower beat or the lower say grade movement at 6r15 versus the 6r35 so one is a lower beat higher uh longer power reserve but they doubled in price and what what once was a very good value to get a sapphire crystal exposed case back Mm. sapphire crystal that's what the Alpinist had. 200 meters of water resistance. Full uh, was on leather strap, but you can go to get a bracelet. You can put any bracelet, 20 millimeter lug width. I think that hurt its value proposition so much because they're charging so much more for it. Um, meanwhile, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, uh, sorry, I didn't want to interrupt, but uh, I was going to say like to add to what you're saying is the movement itself is nice, but like it's also not very precise. It's plus plus twenty five minus fifteen seconds, right? It's yeah, not, it's a typical. It, it's ETA not a. 20, it's not it's highly a, rated. It's a ish. Well, <laughs> but 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 yeah, those are the worst tolerances. Think, think of the most basic Seiko movement in H thirty five. Yeah, you get the same precision. Exactly. It's just more power reserve. That's a that's and, the difference. But yeah, and they tend to to age better in the precision stage. That, that's their worst tolerance. Normally, it's like I would say in the, my experience with all the the those that range of Seiko movements yeah. or most of them, it's always about. 10 seconds a day, yeah. which is always good. Ten or plus or minus 10 seconds a day, so you're good. I always I find it a bit funny that the same company you sell you like the most precise watch ever made. <laughs> yeah, it's just how much you want to pay, right? <laughs> yeah, so, such a huge scale of like, like not so good as per, perfect almost. Yeah. Right? Internally. So, so, it's, so overall, it's a Seiko point then. Yeah, and I was, I, was, I was about to finish. So now for the Hamilton, because I was talking about the Seiko's value. Um, the Seiko's value and then the Hamilton... Has, is also questionable value as well because it has an 80, a caliber 80 swatch movement, right? Yes. And that movement based with 80 hours, they call it the H50 in your watch, right? The 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 Murph? I think so the movement's called H50. H10. H10? Yeah. Sure. I thought it was the H50. Either way, these movements can be found in a lot more affordable Tissos. Um, it's the H10? 
as per yeah, their H10 website. H10 is a paramedic, right? It's a paramedic. Yeah, paramedic. Yeah. Just a, just a oh, that was H50, H10 my bad. as 80 hour per H- reserve. H10, but okay, it's, yeah, so but H50 it, but is probably just made up. That's what I meant. Okay, H10 I was wrong. is just the, they take something and change one little tiny little thingy I think in the paramedic changed, 80. I think just change the rotor yeah. right? and call it Hamilton. Yeah, so that they call it something else, but it's it's called H10, but it's actually paramedic 80. But what I'm saying is that you can find a lot, you can find a lot more affordable TSOs that have that same movement. So that kind of that kind of impacts, the, I think, the value of that Hamilton because I can find literally Swatch made uh, Swatch cheaper product umbrella, not yeah. Swatches itself, but the Tissots um, that are or even a an affordable Mido that has that same uh, value. So both of them have their value overall, but I don't think I think they both have their pros and their cons. So for me, that's why I went with a tie. So that's a uh, point for Seiko. Yep. Okay. So design, let's start with you with this one, Dimitri. Uh, Hamilton for me. And okay. I'll explain why. Because, well, as much as I do like Seiko, uh, Alpinus is pretty cool. I like the sunburst dial. I actually really like the fact that they went away with the compass. I like the fact that there's only the crown and nothing else. It's a, it's a very clean look. And it's a very nice look because cathedral hands. And like it's a very good design in the dial, I find. Even the, even the date window looks good. It doesn't look like an afterthought. Um, however, and I think I'm biased because I really love the movie Interstellar, and to me, like the little tiny little things that they put in the dial, like the the, the Eureka they put in the seconds hand and the Morse code, so nice. it, it kind of takes it for me, right? It's also it also has cathedral hands, and I like that design. It's a very classic design for a khaki style of a watch or field watch, right? Um, and so the Seiko, they're sure, fair. Yeah, they have the sure, same hands, right? Sure, yeah. sure. I, I do love the little bit of like a gilt style. Like it's it's the design, the design works to me because hands? it's not too much. Sorry, I think cathedral hands. I thought they were leaf hands. In my head. I don't know. why. I think they're called I'm, cathedral hands. I might be wrong, I'm, but I think they're I might called be cathedral wrong, hands because of the hands. because of the design on the the, the hour hand. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought yeah. it was leaf hand, but it's a cathedral. Uh, but there's a there's a bit of a texture right on that leaf. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Uh, well, so let's maybe look it up. I'm gonna check, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but design-wise, Hamilton has to take take it for me because of the reference to the movie, and that to me, that's mm-hmm. like one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. And um, design itself, I find it's one of the nicer looking uh, field watches, just period of ever. And like yep. the, the only one that supersedes it to me for design-wise is probably the IWC Spitfire. Right, but that's that's, like that's perfection. Whole, like but perfection. That's like, but that's also a whole different price bracket. Six times. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, it's not leaf. The cathedral. I think. Cathedral. Okay. Well, they're not leaf. What's the difference between the cathedral and the leaf? Well, this this is leaf. Ah, that the, okay. Not okay. at all that. Yes. Yeah, so okay. Cathedral. Okay. Uh, but yeah. So design wise, easy. The only little uh, problem I have about watch, and I because you own it, and I've I've tried it on. Uh, it's because the lug to lug distance is a bit too much for me. Yeah, it's a, it's a my wrist is six seventy five, and well, we'll get it's there. not small, but it's. But kind I think of, we'll get there because yeah. I don't think that's necessarily design when someone's drawing it up, right? I think that'll fit under another category. Well, shorter uh, making shorter lugs, I think, could be part of it. Well, but yes, the, I the, agree the, with you. Sure, maybe design is when you you do something for a purpose, right? Style how it looks. That's the difference. So I think it could go under design. It could go both ways. Could be. Could be both ways. But yeah, sure. I'll save it for later. For later. If you want. Uh, But yeah, that's my that's my stance. Uh, It's Hamilton for me. Uh, That's it. Carl, go first. No, no, go. Okay, Murph then. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't need to talk. There you go. (laughs) But I don't think it's about. uh, I know. I'm joking. I think we want to share our points. I don't know if it's about winning. Um, uh, And I'll go. Always about winning. Well, (laughs) fuck. Um, You always get like these in these episodes. I'm like, (laughs) stop arguing with me. Um, so I'll, I'll start with the uh, the Seiko. I think the, the big plus for me is the one I was looking at really a lot is the SPB243. I know it's not everything it looked at, right? but this one's a, a bit of a smaller case. So that one is the, I can't remember what the name is. It's not the king. It's like the classic Alpinist. Yeah, yeah. It's like I, the old school I'll one. I'll be honest. I don't like that one yeah. at all. Zero. Because I think that the date window looks like an afterthought. <laughs> I hate the guilt. Which one? The SPB243. Uh, That's the one. <laughs> That's the one that kind of I started yeah, with yeah, at yeah, first. I don't, like, I don't like this at all. What I used as a comparison is this. This one, so that yeah. I... And I absolutely love that one. Yeah, because and this the, the, one... This you know one what? is the, uh, for the wrist so here, this, SBD-117. Yeah, and this reference is the... SPB-243. 243. Doesn't the the top look... Oh, sorry. Doesn't this top look like the Triforce from Zelda? Yeah. I I grew up in Russia. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Who's Zelda? Video games? Triforce Zelda. Fan? Triforce Zelda. You guys play computer games? Um, so 
for, for me. Like you I said, guys just said war simulation games. <laughs> uh, God damn. War Karen. games. <laughs> Karen. They're not simulations. Eh? <laughs> it was third period. <laughs> it's class. Oh, wow. What's third period? War <laughs> strategy. <laughs> While soldiers might be thinking they're a simulation, but they're actually real. God damn. Uh, while I was playing dodgeball, he's doing like battleships. <laughs> real things. No, no. Just flank, flank, flank. <laughs> We're like literally playing like real God. real life. Risky. Risky. <laughs> <laughs> Real life risk. God damn. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So, like I was saying, <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Um, as Seiko, like, is being the two four three or the uh, the other one that you showed, both of them, I think they're really classic Seikos. That's a that's a plus. And at the same time, I feel that could be a negative because there's so many filled watches that kind of all look the same, right? <laughs> Especially with even Hamilton with the khaki line, <laughs> they look a lot like all of them right and even if you look at like a spitars and stuff like that they all have the same purpose i understand it's just like uh, there's a, a reason behind it but i felt that the murph it was uh, just enough like outside of the normal specification of um field watch right, right. it's bigger like you're saying it looked more like elegant huge. yeah but at 44 uh, 42 millimeter case and a 22 uh, millimeters lug it's a bigger watch so for me that was like a, a just a different enough that it gave me a plus for that but they're really similar, and they probably give you some of the same experience, those two watches, right? If you go with the uh, 243 for the openness, it's also a bit smaller, 38, right? It's a smaller watch. So if you're a bigger guy, that could be uh, difficult also to, to wear sometimes. But yeah, it was a close one, but uh, I had to give it to the Murph. Very good. Me for the design, I also gave it to the Hamilton, but for the listeners out there, so it really depends what you're going for. So we were talking about what made it different the Hamilton is different. It's unique. It's something that it doesn't look like the rest of the Hamilton khaki field line. Now, if you're someone who wants traditional, say, I want to go with an iconic design. I want to go with someone where people look at it and say, I know what watch that is. Then go Seiko. It's a classic design, something they've been making since the 60s. And it's part of their lineup. Like Dimitri sometimes goes for those, the classic, right? The, no Seiko, is, the Seiko is more classic. It's a... The design is something that they would stay true with. They made some di- some changes and they have different iterations of it. So you have more options to the design as well. But the Hamilton is more unique and that's why it stands out. And that little extra is why I give it that point. So that one is point um, Hamilton. Yeah, so it's a what one? One one. Movement. Let's start with you, Carl. It's the 6R35 in the Seiko, right? Yeah. It's the 6R35, yes. Yeah. Um, 70 hour per reserve plus 25 minus 15 not being too too bad still uh kind of a bit aggressive for the um let's say the precision so the h10 with the 80 bar uh, uh bar reserve the pearl bar pattern uh for the american classic model as well um on the movement uh, for me there's, there's a plus like the for me there are similar movement and bar reserves and stuff like that but when i look at the h10 I don't know. It finally looks 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 nice. It's an open case back, so you look at the movement and everything. So once again, so Seiko, yeah, the open case back. Yeah, yeah. But so once again, I have to go with the um, the Murph on this one, but not by much. Like for me, they're really similar product on that uh, front as well, right? <clears throat> so um, yeah, just the Murph. This one is this my smallest explanation, I think. Dimitri. Um. So it's an interesting one because they're very similar. So I, I think that. This Technically, the movement in the Murph is better because H10 is is the is the Paramatic 80 that made uh, that's very popular and everything that has to do with swatches, right? And it's it's using a lot of different swatch brands uh, all the time. It's an uh, 80 hour power reserve, very good movement, very reliable. Uh, but at the same time, the Seiko movement it's a 6R35. It's just a tad a bit less nice it's not as nicely decorated as no. the movement from the uh, from hamilton uh it's not maybe as precise it's a bit less in terms of power reserve it's 70 hours versus 80 it's, but the price is also a bit quite a bit lower so it's very hard to compare i um i don't know i'll be honest i think it's a tie for me oh time <clears throat> i can't i i mean i think if you compare if they were, if they were at the same price then i would have chosen hamilton and that movement, the Paramatic 80, but because the Seiko one is uh, cheaper, yeah, I, I I have to say that's a tie because it is mm-hmm. a bit of a war. I think Seiko movement is a bit worse, but it comes at a lower price, so it's and it will never break. 
<laughs> well, <laughs> ever. <laughs> no, yeah. it's true. But you you won't have well, the same problem with the Tissot PowerPoint KD. It's the same. Yeah, yeah no, there's a six R thirty five. I think it's yeah, yeah. it's six R thirty five. If the overused term workers is applied to a movement, could be six R thirty five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's a tie for me. Okay, so I go Murphy, go tie. Why you, you so I'm not gonna give the result yet, but the you tease, for, huh? You tease. Yeah, and I <laughs> did my tease. I did my research on this one. So there's a there's a few pros and cons, and you guys can make a judge of yourself no. out there. The the Paramatic eighty is a newer movement than that of the Seiko. It is less tried. It is less true. It is also the cheapest movement that they produce in the sense of the following. That Powermatic 80 also comes in versions with a silicone hairspring, which is significantly better for anti-magnetism, with shock protection, which is significantly better for the movement. And they also come in COSC certified versions of the Powermatic 80. This Hamilton carries... None of those. <laughs> they gave the <laughs> cheapest <laughs> movement, and it frustrates me that I can find a Tissot for five hundred dollars that has the silicon hairspring, the uh, the new Tissot PRX or the Gentleman, which is cheaper. Yeah, has the silicon version of it. Yeah. You can get a chronometer certified for six hundred dollars, and I go, why did Hamilton cheap out on the movement? And I feel that was a little lazy. So that's yeah. that's my cons but against. I, have you thought of like their? Hollywood, <laughs> that box that they know, yeah. But I'm not Hollywood, and I don't have their money, so oh, okay. so that's. That, I think those are just considerations if you're thinking that way. Do not think that th this is the base version of it. Now, Seiko also their trade-off. This version, this movement is been around for decades. This is a different version of it because they went to the lower beat rate, and they went with a longer power reserve because they went lower beat rate. So this this movement is more tried, tested, and true in terms of time. However. The trade-off is these Seiko movements come out of the factory unregulated. That's why their tolerances are so bad. But you can also go get it, take it to a watchmaker, and they'll regulate it, and you'll probably be in those tolerances of 10 seconds a day, which is really, really quite good. So to me, it's a tie. <laughs> okay, so, so Murph won then. No, it's a tie. tie no, it's tie, a tie, tie, and Murph. Murph, so Murph. So I don't think. I think it's a tie then. I think the, the majority means Actually, yeah, you're tie. right. You're right. Uh, yeah, majority you're right. is a tie. I agree with you. Yeah, I, I tried. Agree. I tried. Yeah. And you failed. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess uh, you're used to. So yeah, it's fine. Exactly. <laughs> I never won anything. I'm a failure. But I'll take You took it to your next level. I'm a failure, guys. I'm going to go kill myself. After the podcast. <laughs> for the listener out there as well. Yeah, like, principles. <laughs> they're both workhorse movements. They're both easily serviceable. They're not expensive. Every need to change them. Some come more regulated. Some come cheapened out, like we just said. So at the end of the day, um, what I'd say is maybe don't put too much value on the movement when you're looking for either one of these watches when you're making your weight because they can be had everywhere, pretty cheap in other versions of the other watches. Although Seiko, though, this movement is found in most of their other watches at that price. They're pretty good at saying, I don't name me a watch cheaper than $1,000 that has the 6R35, they don't. They're in the 4R. The, the turtles are in that lower movement, the 4R15, right? 4R35, sorry. So next up, let's go into brand prestige. Let's start with you, uh, Dimitri. Oh, um, interesting. Or do um, you want to go next? Yeah, sure. Okay. No, no, brand prestige. Because you look like a country off guard. You're like, oh, uh, <laughs> sorry. What? Zip up my pants. So, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Gotta flush the. Stop masturbating. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Why did you interrupt me? I was almost finished. <laughs> Look me in the eyes so I can finish. Okay. All right. Uh, Brand Prestige for me, it's Hamilton. Uh, why? It's because Hamilton yeah. doesn't what? have watches for 100 bucks. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but they don't have Grand Seiko. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> but Seiko, Seiko also doesn't have Grand Seikos. Grand no, Seikos is a separate on, company. Ah, okay. They don't uh, have Grand Hamilton. <laughs> Grammelton. <laughs> Grand Hamilton Gra sounds like a big train to me. <laughs> Grammelton sounds like a like a like a like a metal jar of cookies. Is that what you always think? Where's cookies from? In metal, <laughs> but a big one. Why'd you specify metal? <laughs> no, because you know those 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 those, those uh, cookie jars that a tin like a tin can. Like a tin can. Oh, okay, yeah. I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought of. And then when you Grab open it, when well, you open it, it's, it's always, always sewing a kit. Yeah, exactly. It's a sewing kit. <laughs> and you know what the worst part is? That's true. You know what's funny? My mother always had a fucking you know sewing kit in there. I was like, you know what? <gasps> cookies? No. <laughs> you know what's <laughs> hilarious? I grew up in Russia. 
and that, is that was the case. <laughs> that was the same. That was yeah. the case in Russia. Yeah. Yeah. So every time somebody had that jo- like tin. tin can of cookies, yeah. it was always a sewing kit. Uh, yeah. And I was like, this was a joke in Russia. Uh, I came here. It's the same, same fucking joke, joke here. Same I'm like, joke. oh my god. Old people are all the same. It's amazing. It's my, amazing. My, my mom, same thing too. Oh, that generation. I start. Com- I was watching. But it's, it's transcendent to like all the continents. It's amazing. How I don't know if you heard. The, I heard a comedian. I was. I went to a comedy show a couple weeks ago, and he had the best joke. He goes, "Our generation he goes. What are all these kids walking around?" Everyone on TV, everyone I see has a fucking water bottle in their hand. He goes, I've never seen a generation so hydrated. He goes, I think I've seen my grandmother drink one glass of water in 50 years. <laughs> I've never seen my grandmother or grandfather ever drink water. It's true. We never think about it. I've never yeah. seen my grandmother drink one glass of water. Yeah, but the, the average everyone here is walking is also around with a fucking right? The people also live longer. <laughs> There's a reason for yeah. that. They died at 50. <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't die at 50 anymore. <laughs> Anywho. So yeah, Brad Prestige, Hamilton I don't I'm gonna, but, I, but I'll explain myself why, right? The, you just did, and it made well, no sense. Well, I, I made one sentence. There's a... <laughs> There's uh, <laughs> Seiko has a hundred dollar watches. Hamilton doesn't. I I wouldn't say that Grand Seiko is part of Seiko. Grand Seiko to me is a separate company. Yeah. Um, Seiko Seiko does have Marine Masters, right? That are five thousand dollar watches. But I, I just think that Hamilton and and they're all very similar in the sense that they both produce a ridiculous number of watches that takes away from the credibility of the brand. Uh, I think that what's the, what's the, the slogan of Hamilton again? It's American spirit, Swiss made, something like that. Yeah, yeah. But but the thing that I think takes away the most for me from Seiko is that Seiko, especially in the last few years, has been very known about horrible quality control, to the point where it's just a joke, right? And it's a running gag for podcasts and videos. Yeah. Yeah, but then we have a section called quality coming up. Sure, <laughs> but, but 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 the brand <laughs> value, but the brand value is that affected by that. Yeah, yeah. but the brand value is, is affected by that. That's why I give it to Hamilton. No. Right. Okay. So I have to disagree. Can I go next? No, you go you, next. You Absolutely. Can't. If you disagree, just <laughs> lock up. it down and <laughs> zip it in. <laughs> zip it out. Um, so for me, like respect I was like, okay, so Hamilton is uh, the brand that changed the country of origin when it fits better for them. <laughs> and I, I just look it up, and their motto is. American spirit, Swiss precision, not made. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I'm okay. Like, choose a continent, you bitch. Uh, <laughs> and the other thing too is, I, sometimes I feel like they're a bit too. Uh, they're banking a lot on like Hollywood and the movies, right? Yeah. <clears throat> That's like their. Sometimes I feel that their their whole marketing. <laughs> Yeah, it's like we're in movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You go, you walk into any places as like Hamilton, and chances are there's like a poster of a movie there with a watch on it. Right. right. Um, for Seiko, like just the history of Seiko, right? It's just older as well. There's more to talk about. Yeah. Um, as like they have quality product, they delivered quality product. Like uh, chaptering aside, <laughs> right? Uh, like Grand Seiko was a team of Seiko. They just didn't. 10 out of nowhere, so like... It's built in the name, eh? Right? So <laughs> like there were King Seiko and Grand Seiko, there were two teams within Seiko and they branched off different doing something, factories, yeah. right? Yeah. So for me, yes, it's now it's a different company, but it was born from it, right? Yeah. So for me, it does give some prestige back to Seiko being, we built that team. Like, yeah. That was our watchmakers, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think beside Rolex I think Seiko is a second brand that none watch enthusiasts might know what it is right right Hamilton yep. there's some people I talk to right yeah, yeah. there's some people I talk to in Hamilton not all they don't always know the brand even if it's a huge brand yep. so because of that I have to give the brand prestige to Seiko I, I have to agree with you yes um, and I think it's because you know Seiko is the more prominent brand I think what hurt I think Hamilton in the history um have a more prominent history specifically in military watches yeah. in America. So, so yeah, movies and military, USA. Right? But it's USA, <laughs> USA. Hollywood <laughs> and blow shit up. Just blow America. it up. America. <laughs> you know, and, um, but I think also what this, the impact that Seiko has had in the watch in watch history, the horse crisis be caused by them. You know, they, the discoveries, the first this, the, 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 yeah, but, <laughs> You know, um, what Seiko was able to provide, and we, we did an episode called All About Seiko, and we kind of yeah. go through it. Um, I think also Hamilton, I was saying, very prominent in, in military watches, and yeah, we're talking about a khaki field. But outside of that, outside of military watches, even their collection now, it's tough to find something. Their divers are a little bit complex. Why are they 43 millimeters? Why are they, you know what I mean? We have a lot of issues with some other watches. And 
Uh, they do have some nice chronos, but also I think they're also kind of losing their identity these days, I find, being part of the Swatch group. Like, oh, well, I kind of put them like I could get a, a Longines, a Hamilton, a Tiso, a Mido, and a Certina, and they all, all the look same. very similar in the, the divers, it's the dress, <laughs> the chrono, right? Because they're all the Swatch group, It's all right? the same board of directors. <laughs> right, and, and they're all in that same segment, you know, that same that same segment, and then Omega kind of stands on its own because they don't they don't participate because in that. they do limited editions because they're with on swatch. The, because they're on the moon because <laughs> they're the moon with swatch but um but you really you see that's so why I, I have i have some little bit issue there but brand prominence really seiko is the the more prominent brand but for any listener out there sometimes you go well maybe i want to go with a brand that has a little bit more mystery maybe a little bit more on the radar like carl said maybe not everyone knows hamilton so that might go that way but i definitely think based on seiko based on the watch enthusiast industry uh, um, watch enthusiasm in itself Seiko definitely has a bigger chunk of that history or, or that brand prominence mm. it can't, you can't it's undeniable I find okay yeah. so, um, uh, so Seiko next takes up us. quality Dimitri you, oh, no, let's go with you Carl let's yeah, start go, with you go, go with Carlito uh, well if I just just that watch right I'm not, not talking right. about chapter ring not talking about whatever yep. I built and might have done wrong <laughs> if we just look at the Murph and the Alpinist like they're both stainless steel right yep um I know for sure that the Hamilton can survive a couple drop in the flight of stairs. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. But have you tested a Seiko? <laughs> I was about to say the Seiko. I don't know. I don't have any scientific proof, so I need to go with Murph because I know it will survive. Those wow, staircases. that's a psycho. <laughs> the, yeah, okay, that's a terrible assessment. But uh, yeah, Dimitri, um, uh. quality. No, I'm joking. It's a tie. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know enough about it. Yeah. <clears throat> I've never owned a Hamilton, but I've seen yours. It, it, I don't think that Hamilton has ever had any big like issues with quality. No, and for that reason alone, I have to give it to Hamilton because Seiko has. Yeah, the, the, the chapter ring is is yeah. a bothersome thing, mm. I think. And to be honest, uh, like the precision they have, like the plus twenty five minus twenty five is terrible. It's it's really low for a watch that's almost a thousand dollars. And I'm comparing because I had the six R thirty five movement in my Sumo that I bought last year. Like I, I never really I don't have a time grapher. I don't really like check how precise the watch is, but I'm So the sure movement the in this watch is terrible is what you're saying. No, not this one. <laughs> the, the sumo. Well but this one's the same movement, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> terrible movement. But, but, but it was well. But I'll be honest. Yeah. Uh there are days when I wear this watch for like five days in a row and I, I wear it and I wear another watch and I wear this one again. So it, this was sitting for one day and yeah. I put it on, I'm like, it's like an hour off. I'm like, hmm. How could that be? Maybe it wasn't, uh, and I just kind of like dismiss totally it. Um, I just miss it because I'm like, maybe I just maybe it wasn't wound enough. Yeah, the, but like, it's weird. It's mostly that it's, it's called isosynchronism or something like that. Okay, okay Mr. Stop, like stop, scientist. stop, stop, stop throwing like smart words at us. I get very offended very easily. Okay, yeah. <laughs> what did you call me? Yeah, <laughs> it's Mr. Uh, Mr. It does, it's not man. fully. It's like it stays on the lower side of being wound. Okay, oh, can like, I say we like didn't a, we didn't ask for like it's like what charging it was. your phone and leaving charging it at ten percent leaving can at ten percent all can this be an constantly. email <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no I I understand what you mean yeah but I don't I haven't noticed those things with my Speedmaster for example right, right? right. I have I've only noticed those things with my Seiko the yeah. the sumo was particular yeah anyways maybe I'm wrong but but the true the fact of the the fact is that the chapter ring alone is a very big thing and it's common and it's something that I checked the first thing when I got my SPB yeah and my SPB was fine. But I've had, I've seen yeah. because it has the chapter rig, so you're good. No, but it has, but it does have the markings there still. I don't know. What but it's, it's on the dial. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. But it's still a thing that kind of is could be off. No, it doesn't it have a chapter rig. Yes, it could. But where? I'll show you after. No, but wait. Uh, uh, of the of the air after. Because your bezel, you have a bezel, you have no chapter ring, and you have a dial, right? So it's gonna line up. That's how they eliminated the yeah. issue. Like my turtle. I was. I, I was oh, look at my. To, so. So there is a uh, oh yeah sure so, yeah. so the alignment the, alignment alignment with of the dial with the bezel itself yeah so but that, that always fit yeah it's but this. it doesn't always it doesn't always fit I got lucky this because one this, all, this, I know what you mean yeah because this one is a chapter ring yes, and that one right. is a whole mess of the chapter <laughs> ring is there it's a whole other thing yeah. but I have the bezel and I have the dial that has yeah. little marks yeah mm. so the dial mine aligns perfectly with yeah. the, with the bezel yeah however there are versions in existence oh, that, that have trouble. Don't. yeah. Mm. Because when I read, they go, no, eliminated chapter ring. There's no more chat problem so, anymore. Right? I always think like I do love Seiko, and I have a soft spot because I remember we had a discussion before where like I have to have a Seiko at my, in my collection at all times. Yeah, mm. and I do right because uh, I, I love Seiko, uh, but I still have to give it to Hamilton 
Even though because they don't do chapter rings, <laughs> that's that's all. That that's all the conversation was. I don't have a bad taste in mouth because of chapter rings. I, I, exactly. I, I was like, "Fuck Seikos, fuck Bulova. They don't align things I mean, properly." <laughs> unless I unless I unless I don't know something, I think Swatch in general has a better quality control. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure you go and, you go brands. and ask Seiko. So, how was your quality control? You go quality control. <laughs> what's that can you use it in a sentence <laughs> no thanks <laughs> so no, I no went, thanks I'm good I don't uh, have any uh, money uh, I went with um, Ty. Ty you went with uh, Murph and to me my quality actually went with the Seiko specifically for this watch there are some watches that have challenges with their the quality that comes out and their quality control I think that's why you want to go see them in person I'm going to go with Seiko for the quality of this watch specifically. I think the applied indices versus them that are painted on, some of the polished edges, the way the level of finish, I think is superior uh, on this on the Seiko Alpinist. That subtle high quality, um, it just shows that I find it's a little bit more uh, of higher quality in terms of the finish, in terms of the applied indice, the applied logo. Um, these are things that are... Uh, are normally skimped out on on other brands. They they'll put like, oh, we'll paint the numerals as opposed to putting um, applied uh, numerals. We'll paint the indices as opposed to applying indices. Um, so I think that's why, in the terms of the finish, I would give it to Seiko. So in this one, it's, uh, it's a tie, relative tie. Yeah, so it's canceled out. Seiko Hamilton and tie. So well, you, Hamilton, you said tie. you said Hamilton. Hamilton. I said Seiko. You said no. no you, you said, said tie. tie. Oh, yes, yeah. You said tie. So I never had them and I threw it down the stairs. Yeah. Yeah, it's a tie. So, uh, so it's tie. a zero. Well, tie. Style. You are, you're a zero. I think style is the one that it's most personal to us, right? Yeah. And I think what we're going to want to share here is who it's what we would vote for, but what are the pros and cons for each for someone out there who wants to shop for this watch? Who's it for? Hmm. Why don't you start, Carl? For somebody who likes watches. For you, obviously. Bought it. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll give the pros for both watches. And I'll give cons of boat watches. I think pros with the Alpinist is there's a literary version for anyone, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's easy to find an Alpinist that will suit your taste, right? The Hamilton is, that's the con of the Hamilton. It, it is what it is. <laughs> you take it as, as it or you don't buy it, right? And for the Hamilton, it's, you know, that... Uh, you can paint it at home with a different color. You can do a lot of things. <laughs> and then the quality goes down. <laughs> uh the the Hamilton, uh, for for me, one of the pros is, and I know Kevin is kind of t- tired of that. Is like the black doll with the patina like finish on the indices yeah. and everything. He's like most Kevin vintage ha- stuff. I'm fed up with. Yeah, Kevin feel it's played out. Uh, but I personally, I like it sometimes. But on that Hamilton, I, I felt it, it's well done. It's not too tacky. It's not, no, too, not yellow. too tacky. It's not too yellow either. Right. Some of them is really mm, yellow. Tataki. <laughs> okay. Like so, the chips, right? The tuna. No, those are takis. Oh, tataki tuna, yeah. <laughs> that's like a wrestling move. I like yeah. So, also. so for the Hamilton, the big plus is I think that black style patina, patina like finish um, is well done. Yeah. Well, it, that's only be as con. You can only have this version yeah. of the watch, right? Yeah. The Seiko. The big plus is you can have any, <laughs> any um, type of um, alpinist. But there's a, there's a version if you look at the SB. SPB two four three, uh, that they try to do that that classic like patina finish and it's disgusting. <laughs> so if I have to go like from similar to similar uh, on the finish like patina like, I have to give it from Murph as well as it just suits better my taste. So right. for me, it's a, a Murph point. I hope I did good pros and cons. Good, nice, Dimitri. It's tough because I like both. Um, both style wise. Uh, and I'm not comparing to the Seiko SVU 243 because I don't like that one at all. Like I, I, I don't like that one at all. We've lost in every category. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, I'm comparing to the Seiko SBD 117, which is a blue version of the Alpinist with no compass. Mm-hmm. So it's the same as the... It's, it has a sunburst dial like the other ones. Uh, the only difference is that it's uh, it has no compass. There's also a Euro, I can't remember it was like a Europe version that's a gray dial, which is very cool. I find too because yeah, it's the Fratello version. Yeah. Um, I, I I'll have to give it to I think I'll have to give it to Seiko because again soft spot for Seiko. Um, and it's a cool. It's a very very cool design. The first of all, Hamilton only references. I mean, again, I didn't I didn't mention it before, but I'll do it now. Hamilton's only reference in this watch is the movie, whereas Alpinist has a, a huge historical significance. Uh, the Alpinist itself is a very very cool, let's say, watch model. 
design is very unusual, but at the same, it's it's versatile that you can put it on different types of straps. You can put it on anything. Hamilton maybe also, but the size of the lugs, I think for me specifically, prevents me from being making it versatile. Um, but design-wise, they're very similar because they both feature an interesting dial and cathedral hands. And I think because I have a soft spot for Seiko, I'll have to go with Seiko. Okay. Style, again, I'm going to give this one to Seiko. Um, one, just my personal opinion, if it's more my style. But for anyone out there, it also is has more options to what it is that you may want to wear. You have the Seiko Alpinist in brown. You have it in green. You have it in gold cases. You can have it in green cases, blue cases. You can put it on a leather strap. It also comes on a bracelet. 200 meters of water resistance. It's smaller, more compact, lug to lug. You can wear it with a suit and you can wear it with um, shorts or and you can even wear it if you're going scuba diving for the weekend. Um, so, yeah, they're being racist right now, obviously. <laughs> no, you cannot prove it. Yeah, There's yeah. no visual on this thing. Um, so you said Seiko yes definitely but and so in terms of style it's more compact short lug to lug um, and maybe that leads us into the next category so I think it's a Seiko point yeah it is leads us into the next category of versatility Um, so let's start with you Dimitri and versatility what do you got for this one Uh, well I kind of touched on that a little bit right before when I was talking about the style yeah I think versatility also will take it for Seiko will take it also because it's a 38 millimeter case yep uh, it's a 20 bar. It's a bit more uh, than it's uh, versus the 10 bar. That's the, the the Hamilton. It's a bit smaller. I think the Hamilton's 50 bar, isn't it? Uh, it's 100. Five bar. It's a 10 bar. 10 bar. 10 bar. Okay. 10 bar. Yeah, 100 meters. Uh, Hamilton is a bit of a larger watch. Uh, it's a 42 millimeter with a long. I can't remember what exactly the the lug to lug. I think it's like 48 or something, right? So it's, it's big. 50. 50. Oh yeah, fuck! 50, it's, so yeah. it really sticks out. So yeah. versatility that takes away from versatility for sure. Um, I have to be honest. I've never seen it on a NATO. I've never seen it on any other strap, but but the original one. I don't know why. The original but that, one. But is I know terrible. for a fact. Yeah. Yeah. It's My, mine's not even the original one. No. Sure, uh, but I mean, I, I don't think I've ever seen your Hamilton on like a NATO strap. No. Uh, but the Seiko Alpinist, I know for a fact, it just fits everything. Yeah, it does. It, it's, yeah. A, it's a strap monster for sure. Yeah. Uh, maybe because of the specific dial color, it's not going to fit any specific any color you want. But it, it, because of its compactness, it, it will fit any anything, any wrist, and any any type of different strap. So yeah, versatility, versatility. easy Seiko. I have to agree. Uh, just the number of colors, the num- the different case sizes, the the different case. Sorry, uh, the size. Some of them have a compass, some of them don't. Some of them have a different dial in terms of the 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 uh, the layout. You have a uh, 200 meters of water resistance. It comes on a bracelet. You can put it on the leather strap. Um, it really makes the claim that it could be your only watch. The Hamilton is unmistakably a field watch, or it could be a pilot's, but. Really, it's a field watch. I think it's very I feel like rugged. It's, it's somewhere between between a field and a pilot's yeah. watch. Yeah, and you know, it's for a spaceman, because it's size size wise, it's it has that vintage between. look, and it's unforgiving about it. Putting it on a NATO, you probably have to find a very vintage style NATO because it may clash with a modern NATO, yeah. right? That's my, might be robust. Uh, whilst the Seiko, if you look at the the SBDC zero uh, eight seven, you know, shark fit. This is this comes on a bracelet, 400, 200 meters of water resistance. It can make the claim to being your only watch, and to many people out there, it really is. Uh, but versatility wise, I have to give it to the Seiko and what you can do with it. How about you, Carl? You're both right. Seiko uh, does take that point as well. Uh, just for me, when I was thinking about it, I also feel that the Murph is not too much like out there that it wouldn't be out of place on a suit, even right. Subtle enough that people won't really go like, ooh, right? Yeah. What is this diesel watch on your wrist? <laughs> like, it's not that bad, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so for me, no, I don't think we're saying it's that bad. No, no, but I know, but like, right? In comparison, Just to, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I think the Murph will have a place with a suit and like in meetings and different diff- type of activities. I don't know for the NATO and all those things, but on the letter bands, I feel it could pretty much be your only watch as well, right? Um, so like for me on this one it's like kind of close but Seiko does win it because they offer a lot more varieties in, in the Alpinist line and right. it's easy to have it on different pens NATO's bracelet At uh, I don't think that Murph will look too nice on a bracelet if even there's a bracelet that fits right <clears throat> yeah that'd be a very vintage looking bracelet right yeah so uh, so yeah it's, uh, Seiko that's a that's a all, all for us Seiko on this one perfect Let's go performance. What would you talk about, Carl? How about you go first? 
For me, we talked about that a bit earlier that the movements are really similar. Yep. But that 6R35 has a, the super overused word of a workhorse movement. Yep. So because of that, I want to give it to Seiko, but at the end of the day, there's like plus 25, minus 15. But for, no joke, like that's still okay. Like nobody really... Are. Well, like I said, it's unregulated coming out of the factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Regulated but but that's fine, yeah. like for me, I have, I have to give it to Seiko. Uh, just overall a bit more water, like double the water resistance, uh, a little bit less like power uh, reserve, but that movement is, is good. Like nobody's going to say you with 6R35. Like it's a good movement. Nobody's going to be like unhappy to ha have that. Like if no. you are, it's because you want to pay five times the price. Yeah. Right? Like to have the next step, it's a huge mon monetary difference. Yeah. Like for that money, the performance is really good. So I have it to give it to Seiko, but like the Hamilton movement is good too, but like the Seiko is better. Just inches it up. Dimitri, you want to go next? Yeah. Um, performance. I think performance-wise, Seiko will also take it for me because as much as... Um, I think the, they're very similar movements, but the, the, the 10 bar versus 20 to me takes it. It's just that I don't... I feel like this is a watch that I can wear everywhere and never even have to care. Never, never, I never have to care uh, about the the, the 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 watch being damaged or the watch having the water infiltration or anything. Um, yeah, outside of the power reserve, I think the Seiko R6R35 is probably the most robust and again, I know this because I've had Seikos in the past that have 635, and I have it right now. I've never had a Hamilton. So when I, for me, from a performance perspective, to me, this is just kind of like something. It's a, it, to me, it seems like an indestructible watch. Mm. Yeah, that's how I see it. It doesn't. I don't. I'm not necessarily talking about the precision. I'm talking about just being able to wear it everywhere, and it's going to work. And I think for that sake, we'll have to take it. There you go. Um, for myself, I would also go with Seiko. I think it's... Uh, Damn, a trifecta two yeah. times in a row. But just for performance-wise... <laughs> oh, oh, for Hamilton. <laughs> for for performance-wise, the reason I'll, I'll, I'll give it um, to um, the Seiko is also what it has to offer. The And I think that we need to think about the complications as well. Hamilton, Kaki, Murph, they didn't put a date, which was the right move. The Seiko Alpinist does have a date. They also have... Which a, is not a good move. It's <laughs> not a good move. But I think I like the way they did their date. I even like their Cyclops. Uh, they also have Sapphire Crystal on the front and the back. They have a compass, something of which you may, you don't always have. Um, it, it's well done, but I still take no dates. Like, yeah. yeah, but if you're comparing <laughs> well to... Uh, well, Hamilton has no date, but if you compare the, the Seiko that you were talking about, the SB, yeah. SPB 243, yeah. that one looks like an afterthought. Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's, but that whole watch is ugly. <laughs> But <laughs> this one, but this one is, I, I think that the, the standard, data is in very well. It, it looks very, it's super mm. well done. Even the one with the Cyclops. And, and yeah. you know, Carl, when we did the uh, uh, Explore versus Air King episode, I, there were certain things like, oh, just because that little one, I, I'll give it to them, right? Yeah. So the watch comes with a, so the Hamilton Keki Murph comes with a, a 60 minute track on the outside of the watch. The Seiko Alpinist comes with a date. It also comes with a compass as well, potentially. It has better water resistance. It comes on a bracelet to be able to give it more performance if you're going to go swimming. It comes with those um, wire, uh, those drilled lugs that allow you to change the bracelet. The Hamilton does not. Um, so these are the little things that I think just change in terms of how it can perform in its overall lifetime. Like Dimitri said, they're both robust. You can't go wrong. The Hamilton's also fine in terms of the of the performance itself. I do think that the Hamilton is probably, and we're going to get to the next category, it was a trifecta. Maybe I'll start off the next one in terms of durability. I would give it, though, to Hamilton probably because you have less complications that can break. Because you don't have a second crown that could potentially break off. It's a very simple, straightforward, three-hand three -hand watch. And through maybe its simplicity makes it also more durable. Uh, so yeah, um, less point of failure if there's right exactly. It makes sense. More makes sense. I didn't tell yeah. it that way. What do you think about durability there? For me, it's, I think it's a tie. I don't think any of those watches were will, will be known to have problems, no. right? Or like have really huge def defects uh, on the long run. So for me, it's a tie because both of those things are going to out survive you for sure. Um, so, um, Dima, what what do you think on durability? Yeah, uh, same. Uh, both of those watches, uh, but again, I, I I have to give it to Seiko again, and it's it's. Oh, I just dropped my beer can. Sorry, guys. Um, I think I, I'll have to give it to Seiko again because 
uh, it's just by the specs that watch is kind of indestructible. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much how much of a difference it is between Hamilton and Seiko. And everyone Hamilton, um, I feel like the Seiko is just gonna take everything and survive. Maybe yeah. No, the tie. Yeah, that's a good point. If it's anything that Hamilton military watches, though, it probably survive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you but get they're disposable. Field, yeah, right? I was about to say this, yeah. disposable. They won't survive. Sure. Yeah. It is cheap to replace. Exactly. <laughs> sure. But even then the disposable ones don't get disposed because they still survive. <laughs> yeah. The the, the khaki field is probably going to survive, but the, the specifically the Murph is it comes yep. with a with a leather strap, right? Yeah. If you accept the fact that the original strap is leather, it's not as durable as something else. Yeah. And, and yeah. Are, are they that much disposable? Because they're still twice the value of a CWCG10. They're not disposable. <laughs> like it's not quartz, right? They're they're uh, automatic. The uh, no, they're automatic. Men or is men man mechanical yeah. hand wine. Um, okay, so this one uh, durability is a Seiko. Yeah. So let's conclude there with the X factor. And what do you got here? Uh, um, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll start with the Murph. Um, you know, you can talk about the movie, the second hands with the Eureka Morse code. If you splurge and you got a special edition box, you can't even talk about that box. <laughs> <laughs> and the scene in the movies, uh, Christopher Nolan, it's equal bonus points like that's for sure <laughs> right luckily uh, this watch wasn't in sonic the hedgehog <laughs> <laughs> you're like oh god why do i owe this piece of shit <laughs> stop and playing footsie with me no i thought it's it was like, you no, it's not my foot's my no, that's my dick. <laughs> <laughs> god damn <laughs> why is it on the floor <laughs> why is it, get your cock out of my mouth <laughs> wow Okay, so uh, back I'm telling to you. you, the second time today, stop. Stop it. <laughs> Put stop your penis away. <laughs> stop. Stop coming in my face. <laughs> no, stop. Don't. Remember that uh, sketch yeah. uh, from Bill Burr? Yeah. Bill Burr? Yeah. No, uh, no, 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 that one. Please. It was Bill Burr. Because when you, like, when you no, that's Wu-Tang Clan. No, I know what you're thinking. No, Bill Burr was like, no, stop. Don't. You're yeah. so bad. Yeah. And then you go to the court, you're like, no, <laughs> stop. <laughs> yeah. Don't. You got you're a bad so read. You got a bad read. Not the same. It was Wu-Tang Clan. He goes, no, don't stop. The girl says, Stop, no, and don't. It's like all you hear is no, don't stop. <laughs> wow. Okay. okay. So, well, like I was saying, all that out, cancel all that. Oh, uh, yeah. We're going to get canceled one yeah. day, that's for sure. So, so we, we don't us. have any future in politics. Really, really <laughs> cancel this, yeah. Um, so, for X Factor for Seiko, uh, it's a nice Seiko, but uh, I don't think there's much to it to go like, wow. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I have to give it to the Murph because there's more chance that someone say "Wow" or mm, "Interesting" than the Seiko. <laughs> if sure. Owen Wilson was here, he'd be like, "Wow, wow, you guys suck." Wow. I uh, <laughs> I agree with 100. percent Just because just because Hamilton has Eureka written in Morse code on the second hand, so cool. it takes it. <laughs> it's so right. Cool. It's just because it's so cool. It's so it's so unique, and it makes it like yeah, that's the X factor for me. There's something very very cool and unique about Hamilton. Specifically, this watch yep. that Seiko doesn't have because Hamilton obviously is based on the movie and that. So, for the listeners out there, my my opinion. So, I agree, but I want I want to be very clear on this. So, it depends what the li- your listeners out there, if you're shopping for these, what you would determine the X factor. If you're someone who wants history, someone who wants a watch as lineage, someone who's watch that you can talk about that came out in the '60s, that is also a stale uh, uh, hallmark of a brand and a very prestigious brand like Seiko, go with the Alpinist. The Hamilton, though, is more of the X factor because it is a unique piece that was created because it was in a movie. Because they put a little marking like Eureka on the second hand, it gives it more of that X factor. But beware of one thing. If it weren't for that movie and this watch was sitting in its lineup and sitting in the vitrine, as in the, in the window, no one would buy this watch. Uh, I don't agree with you on this one. Oh. And the reason I would say is that it's the it's the only Hamilton watch that's a khaki watch that I actually like because it's the only Hamilton that has cathedral hands. Okay. I If I, they put cathedral hands on any other khaki, yeah. regardless of the movie, I would buy it. I, I'd bet a case of beer that the watch a case would... Of I would the, the Hamilton khaki fields that would normally run for about six $700, I... To me, I am convinced it runs for a thousand because of the link to the movie. Oh yeah, for sure. If it didn't, this are watch. Are you saying? <laughs> are you saying that watch companies inflate their pricing <laughs> like if they went to the moon? <laughs> 
with, but no water resistance. But that, but that's my position. This watch, <laughs> the, the de- decibels on that. Uh, oh yeah, this watch. Yeah, I picked there. You clip, you, if if it was it clipping, right? Clipping. Yeah. Yeah. If this watch it. was not linked to the movie, I do not think it would be as popular as it is. Period. Yeah. Or go to the moon. Or, go, or yeah. you know, Everest. So to All me, yeah, things. it goes to Hamilton uh, for the X factor. So for anyone shoppers out there, I think those are the two things to balance in terms of the X factor. What it is. But then, Dimitri, you brought it back to design. You're like, oh, I like this design more. But in terms of the X factor, it would be a different weight. Sure. So, where do we land? Who's. Ga- oh, no, Carl, uh, I did like it's, it's a 6-2. I, I, I have 8-4. 8-4? I, 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 I don't know. I have 43 to 8. <laughs> no, no, like what the, are you doing? <laughs> the ties are the points for each, right? Oh, that's how you do it. Okay, yeah. so, so it's 8-4. Sure. Same thing. 8-4. Tie for me is a 0, but if you count, yeah, it's 8-4. For Seiko. Seiko. For Seiko. For Seiko, okay. So uh, people Seiko don't buy it. what I did. <laughs> They're like, Carl, don't do it. <laughs> Carl's going to go cry to himself. <laughs> people hate my watch. Uh, next time, now I know the next time I have to only choose my watch when we do that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, no, you know what? Seiko does offer a lot more. Like the Murph, you have to buy that Murph. That Seiko openness, there's a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, one of them. <laughs> right? So I understand different the category. Yeah, we got to see what's what. Anywho. All right, so that is it. So let's zip it up and zip, zip it, it out. Thank uh, you no. for joining us this week. We will see you next week on the next episode. So if you enjoyed this episode, please reach out to us on Big Black Clock Official on Instagram or email us at bigblackclockteam at gmail.com. Send us your pictures, corrections, ideas, insults, and let us know if there are any pieces you want us to review. With, of course, the caveat that we can afford them. As always, be good to each other, eat good food, have some drinks. For those of you always watch shopping, happy hunting. Thanks for spending time with us, and we will see you next week.